update on that. The intro? Mm-hmm. Might be the last time. Mm-hmm. The intro's coming to an end. Could be. Could be. Let's take a look. Let's get an update real quick. <clears throat> Premiere Pep Talk episode 444. We're back, motherfuckers. The longest international break ever. It was only... 12 days felt like 1200 days it's been a while it's been a while but we got a good weekend of premier league action very very key games definitely for man city uh and arsenal every game's key for them some injury news with them man city going to st james park um that'll be an interesting game and um rest in peace antonio conte goodbye my friend and uh (laughs) oh wait rest in peace patrici uh, Patricio, <laughs> rest in peace to you as well. Uh, some unfortunate casualties at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium over the international break, and we will mourn them today. But um, yeah, we're back. How was uh, your international break? What's going on? Uh, it was good. It was good to first off. I mean, maybe this could just be me. Was did you find it a little bit difficult to find some of these games? <clears throat> Not necessarily all of them, but I mean, like I had to scout like the the Germany Belgium game. I was searching so much for that. Yeah, um, I think FS one had a couple games. Yeah, they did FS two, but really not nowhere else. <clears throat> United <laughs> States games are on TNT. I think um, yep. that doesn't Peacock make sense. Had them, yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, they were all over the place. Um, bit shameful. Bit shameful. Very, very, very shameful. But I mean, my mind state in the international break is: all right, Odegaard's playing. Please don't get injured. Please don't get injured. Please don't get injured. Please don't Facts. get injured. That's really all I care about in the international break. I'll give a shit about the Euros when the Euros start in the sure. summer, and if one of my players gets injured, they have the summer to rehabilitate. And yeah. I'll get into the Euros, Summer World Cup. I'll get into that. These international breaks, all it is for me is don't let any of my guys get hurt. Facts. Yeah, big facts. It's hard to and, – and you know what's fun about saying that? I think any club, any any fan of any club could say that, but it's even more fun and a little bit more important when you're after something. And mm-hmm. it's so, so much more vital that when you have a big-time injury, uh, it could be detrimental. So, yeah, it's it's that's a, a variable that always plays into effect. Uh, sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes uh, it's done um, uh, unintentionally, but maybe done, you know, you could have helped it, right? Like maybe celebrating the win uh, that mm. you just had in a, in a World Baseball Classic and finding that you're <laughs> fucked for the rest of the year. I don't know. I don't know. There's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, injuries can happen, but you could have avoided maybe to a slight degree. Yeah, and there are definitely some injuries over the break, some before the break as well that will affect both of our teams but yeah i'm excited to get going and um before we look over these fixtures talk about injuries and the weekend give us an update on the score between me and you what's our table looking like let's do that i think i sent it to you in the image but i sent so many fucking we gotta put it on wax though jpegs and all that let's just we gotta let the people know uh how heated it's getting it's not only a heated battle between man city and arsenal we got a good battle going on here 
And this battle's just a little bit closer as of right now. Unaccounting for any of the season goals that we've set. I got the notes. We'll look back. I know I've hit on one, which is the Julian Alvarez uh, over 15 goal contributions. Um, so that would that that will be a plus one. Um, but right now it is 148 to 150. We are oh no 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 that was the grand total for of the week before. We are one point off 156 155. I am up by a point. Wow. Completely caught up. I closed the gap. Yep. <clears throat> I closed it. I got some, uh, and that's all it takes. Just a couple uh, on the head scores. Bullseyes. A couple bullseyes, and uh, that gap gets closed real, real quick. But uh, all right, cool. So we got 10 more weeks of Prem, maybe a little bit more because some games in hand some clubs have. I know there's some games in hand during the week this week. Liverpool have one. Um, so, yeah, still a lot of time to uh, – for a lot of crazy shit to happen in that. So that's- we'll continue to do that, but – Let's go. Prem's back. Why fucking hesitate? We've been waiting for it, and it's coming back this Saturday. And let's start off at the Etihad. <laughs> the Liverpool, those angry little reds are coming into the yeah. Etihad. Uh, they're coming for blood. Possible possibility of no Holland, or I don't know if that's been confirmed. No Foden for sure. Appendix, I'm guessing it burst if he had emergency surgery. Right? Yeah. It probably had to burst, right? So something, something happened. I would imagine. Yeah, I would he imagine left. he would have probably waited till the end of the season. So it must have been a dire situation. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so take the floor. Uh, this is uh, Liverpool's going to play an important role in this title race because we got them this weekend, and no, we got them next weekend. You got them this weekend. So uh, first up, dude, I think you just literally took one of the main focal points for these next few weeks for the both of our clubs, how important the Liverpool uh, uh, influence is going to be for a club that we've shit on all year, rightfully so. They've been very underperforming, uh, going through all those different things. Uh, They have an opportunity to get fourth. They have a good, strong fight with a couple games in hand. There's a lot of season left for for Liverpool. And you look at what a uh, a, a one bit, one focus, one tier focus for them, which is just the league. You've lost Champions League. You're out of everything else. So for them, this is a great opportunity to kind of recapitalize top four hopes and 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 keep some of those shit owners happy. Now, with this game specific, this is a season where we have to get a dub off of them. You know, we had a one nil loss. The first time, oh, yeah. Yeah. difficult, a mistake that Mr. Jack and Shello made. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's no longer with us, so there's that. Uh, I, I, you take a little bit of international friendlies because you just kind of see what's going on within form. My fucking lord, Nathan Ake, you are coming back to us. What a man! What a man! What? what? A man. What a man! Just a what a what, what a, a human man, being! What a man! What a, man. <laughs> what a person! Ake has been great for us all year. This is a guy who, similar to Sinchenko in his second year, Sinchenko said, I'd rather stay and fight for my spot 
instead of leaving when we told him you're probably not going to get a lot of minutes he chose to stay and fight the rest is history continued the win cemented his 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 status with us um and now he's doing great things with arsenal uh, nathan ake kind of said the same thing offer from chelsea i know there are other players here that are better than me uh, higher on the depth chart whatever you'd like to kind of consider that but i'm going to stay fight for my spot and you see it time and time again with players all throughout and when they bank on themselves in a right situation and they stick to a discipline and do right you know i i believe in this whole nation notion of karma and how things come back to you and and there's a reason why players that like uh are bitching and moaning like jao Cancelo, if there are fifa gods out there they're not going to let a guy like Jao Cancelo have have success against us in the Champions League. And they're going to have guys like Nathan Ake be successful because he bents on himself, he stays focused, and he adapts and becomes diverse. Yeah. That left-back position for us has been huge. So I think he's going to play a huge role for us. Um, I'm looking at Ruben Diaz. I'm looking at John Stones, who came back both healthy, thank the Lords. I'm looking at Bernardo Silva, who... Uh, Julian is the name of the game. This might really extend his um, first-year status with us and his importance if we have Erling out, and that would be huge for me because that means should Holland be out for an extended amount of time, we don't have to necessarily change our gameplay too much. We can continue to allow for him to be that true number nine, run in behind, run the lanes, um, try to be that 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 focal point. Um, so we'll see. Um, knowing Pep, he was probably would like to switch things up. Julian, in the last game that we played, actually was kind of taking more of that 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 ten role at times, and was kind of feeding it into players. I mean, he actually had the assist um, in the game. So uh, I'm very very excited for this. Uh, I am a bit worried about about Holland. Um, I think we are growing. ultimately. Yep, growing. Uh, we're going to be out or what's what's uh, what's the what's the scoop well i'll give you the latest update per city extra and uh as of today <clears throat> he did work out and he did uh limited things to himself on the side um he is probably to be completely honest i don't, i highly doubt he's going to be with the club on on uh saturday morning um it's an or early hasn't game. trained with the team he's been has, on has the side the trying to Probably, you know, keep his body warm, stuff like that. Keep his muscles mm-hmm. warm, not get, you know, loosen up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, groin problems could be could be a freaking problem. Legit, that could be something that lingers for a while, mm-hmm. um, especially for a, a horse like Erlen, yeah. who literally has to go into that, <clears throat> who's always in that extra gear, just speeding past defenders. So right. yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah, not looking good. So the, the the style of play and the potential of it changing under Pep with Huli being the focus, but Kevin's in form. You know, the Phil Foden aspect is going to be tough. That means Jack's going to be taking more of an attacking role. Jack mm. missed an absolute. I think that's a big loss. Yeah, that's I think a big you can loss. Cope with Haaland for a couple games. Alvarez, yeah. he's good at pressing. He'll be good up top. Foden's been really playing well, and I think he's the reason. You guys have been on a real hot hot streak lately. I mean, I think I think he's that extra gear um, that you guys kind of lack, that extra bit of pace. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think that's a bigger loss. Hold on. Yeah, I don't disagree. You know, the, that that can definitely be it. Um, with, with the thing that interests me about the Phil thing is 
you know, he hasn't been consistently in the lineup. And while he's been a strong uh, spurt for us lately, uh, he even was, was missing a few games through that tail end right before international break. Um, I, I, it's going to be missed when he comes back. Um, it's good to know it's not a foot. It's just him recovering from a surgery, which which is body and, and just missing tempo and feel. So that might take, what's the timetable? Oh, I think it's going to be a few weeks. I think um, I saw a month. Yeah. So, so that, he that's, might be in doubt for the Arsenal game. Yeah, that, that'll be tough. Um, but the 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 focal point I think is going to be with Liverpool, the attacking Kevin in form, the the Liverpool are gonna be up for this. Mm-hmm. And so Luis Diaz is back in training for Liverpool. Arthur Mello. Arthur, on Arthur Mello siding. Um, <laughs> if Arthur Mello does anything against us, then oh he's done. God. I don't even have to for anything else. I'd be quite if disappointed. If he hits a banger outside the box, you will you will be absent on the podcast, and I'll be doing a solo podcast Monday. That's, it would be embarrassing, <laughs> quite embarrassing. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what to expect from this team though. I do see that Virgil's probably a little bit more informed. Uh, that's going to be probably uh, problematic or. What's the deal with uh, Trent? He didn't. He didn't do anything this international break, did he? He was. Uh, he was. Uh, he was sent home like Ben White and uh, all the other good England players. Tamori by Southgate. He's on. Uh, he's on punishment by Gareth Southgate. One of the worst places you can be. It's a twofold with that, right? Because he can come back. He can try to want to make a statement and have a great game. Or he can really just double down on this whole concept with the season being fucked and Klopp and Liverpool and the whole status. Um, and Man City are a team that can break break that. They can start mm-hmm. that, really get them pissed off because they're not covering and now we're all over running running all in behind them and shit. You know, there, there's an opportunity for that. So I'm going right straight for it. I'm going four to two City over Liverpool. I think it's going to be... you got to take a goal scorer if you're picking four. I do. I do. Yeah. Well, you're picking six. You're picking six goals, so there's got to be a goal scorer here. Yep. I'm going to go with King Kevin. All right. Um, It's going to be interesting, this one. Liverpool, this is the start of three games for them and three tough games. First one uh, is this weekend at the Etihad. Then they're going to Stanford Bridge on Tuesday, and then they finish the week with Arsenal. So that's a tough three games. Um, I'm going to say they're going to be most ready for this one. International break, not a lot of people went for them. They were able to train, fully focus on this game. I'm hoping by the time we play them, with the news of Saliba being out, that they'll be a little knackered. But, yeah, I I think they're definitely going to show up for this one. I'm, I'm trying to think. I think Foden's a big loss. I really do. I think if you put Foden on that left side instead of Grealish, he could really do damage to Trent. Trent just yeah. can't deal with the pace. He'll get caught out of position constantly. If you put a pacey left winger out there, he, can, he can't deal with it. Martinelli put, puts him to bed every time with his pace. Uh, he'll just catch him out of position all day. Jack just doesn't have that pace, so I don't think there will be as much damage done from Foden. However, um, how I how- – their midfield is just so shit. It really I, can, it is. Can I enlighten you 
as what? to what a what a city fan might tell you right now tactically with what we're doing on that left side. And maybe you Ederson? can try to no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Ake and Jack Grealish are gonna be more of the controlling side. When we put in so there there's a right now city fans have, have a tactical belief in this guy. Uh he he does his Twitter account, I'll send it to you. But ultimately what he does is kind of breakdowns, recaps, how it starts, how it looks in the final third, where we try to attack from. And basically certain wingers are triggers for us. If when you have a Mares Grealish combination, which you're most likely going to have in this game, it's going to be more of a controlling so. game. It's going to be Mares attacking, being more central or getting in, Kyle Walker with the overlap, but potentially it could come with with him tucking in as well it all depends on what that left winger and that left back is going to be if we move with the concept of it being Grealish and Ake it's going to be the side where we're not Jack is going to be taking it on that far end almost out of bounds with the bots on the touchline and he's going to be having people run in behind he's going to want to drag Trent out I don't think the goal is actually to get Trent to like be caught behind we want to get we want to catch Virgil coming over because Trent's so high up trying to play on the ball with Jack literally out of bounds on that left side waiting for Bernardo to run in behind. I'm anticipating a Bernardo running in, a Kevin uh, running in, and now he's one-on-one with Virgil trying to get across and finding Julian. Like, we're going to kind of drag him out. The goal is not to get him behind him. So that's where I think we're – Yes, I agree. Phil's more attacking and getting in behind, but I don't think tactically we're going to try to ex- go that way now. So it's going to be just a different approach with that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Good tactical insight. Um, I would expect Mars to start as well Ramadan. on the right. Ramadan Mars is in full effect. I pray. Um, hopefully for you. But yeah, I, I don't know. This is such a tough one to pick. Liverpool's definitely going to be up for it, but their midfield. I mean, what is their midfield even going to be? Honestly, uh, Milner. He plays well against us, man. He's a he's a he's an old crafty fuck. He's an old crafty fuck. We actually might see Arthur Mello because I think they yeah. might need to play him. No, no, no. I'm I'm legit scared about the joke of Arthur Mello. I I'm not taken away from that, B. We're not I know it's funny as shit, but it's actual valid. I mean, when you talk about when you're gonna they need that creativity, the potential creativity. The guy hasn't been creative since UV. Even actually Barcelona the year before that. Yeah. That, that, that guy I, I just don't see it. Um the 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 younger midfielders hurt. Cavallo, maybe yeah, we see Cavallo or whatever. Yeah, he's out. We'll, we'll see. Um, Pivino is. What about Thiago? Is he is he fit? No style. I don't even know if he's fit. Here, why don't we take a look? I'll do a Liverpool check on Bleacher Report right now. You know, the funny thing is, these facts are really good about just. Uh, so I mean, it, it honestly, it'll probably be Milner, Thiago, if he's if he's fit. Um, let's see. I got it right here. Huge injury boost as Thiago. Mm. No, no, it doesn't look like he's going to play. So, yeah, it's going to be probably Milner, Mello, Fabinho. I don't know. That just sounds terrible to me. Um, not going to be a lot of creativity there. So, but I'm, I'm sure they'll be up for it. I just, I, I need them to win. 
Yeah. Just honestly, I just don't see it. I think it's going to be two one uh, city. Wow. Um, I'm going to take a two one win by city. Um, goal scorer. I, just, I don't want to take one so early, but this is a big game with good goal scorers. Um, you know who to pick. He slices and dices every time this game comes up. Yeah, Salah always scores against City. He wrecks us. He's got me a couple goals. But yeah, he, he wrecks always, us. He always scores against City. That man loves the high line that we play. He feasts. He knows how to play that fucking back line. But hey, Liverpool are good against you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Community Shield. 1-0 at the end, uh, Anfield, so it should be an interesting game. It definitely should be an interesting game. Good way to start the weekend um, with a huge game, big six game. So, yeah, that's it. Any other things you want to say about this one? Um, do you want I, to touch on your Champions League draw and Thomas Tuchel uh, being your next uh, opponent? <laughs> do you want uh, to touch on that? Because yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how he uses your, your old friend, Jao. I would assume a possible yeah. wing back, uh, wing back for Jao, which I think would actually suit him because I don't think he's, I think he's shit defensively. Um, ja- I think Jao. that's a good. That's he, he would love uh, wing back Jao. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what he's going to do. So well, yeah, what were your thoughts on that? Because that was actually a crazy story, and we'll get back into the prem stuff. But really, really insane. Actually, Nagelsmann just Fabricio tweets that he's in jeopardy of his job, and then two hours later. Thomas Tuchel's the manager of Bayern out of fucking nowhere, which was absolutely yeah. insane. And, you know, this is a guy that he 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 took the Champions League off you. He, he, that was your guys to win. You guys were the favorites. Um, Should have won. Pep did a madness with the no DM. But right. they took a they took a CL off you. And for, for me, uh, if I was a City fan, this run was already hard. To me, it just got harder because – I'm sorry. There's there's something to these psychological matchups. Sometimes there really mm-hmm. is. I'm telling you, you you in that season you guys lost in the Champions League final. You lost in a in a cup game to them, and then mm-hmm. you lost twice to them in in the league, like really close together, yeah. um, or maybe once in the league, and that was the third time. But yeah, it was three times. I'm sorry. I, I I honestly think those two losses played a factor into Pep going fucking wild with no DM and overthinking, which I think yeah. Pep does a lot when. He, you know, other teams have their way with him. He overthinks it. And when you have Pep overthinking, you have him in the place where you want him. Because other than that, he's a genius. But those two losses were key. So, I mean, there could be some psychological shit going on here. So if I was you, I'd, I'd be like, fuck, we had a hard run. And now we got to go th- two legs, to one to Brian, one at home to Thomas Tuchel. What are your thoughts? With no potential Holland? Yeah, fuck. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, definitely no Foden. Yeah, Foden will definitely miss those games. So it's it's tough. It's definitely tough. Um, I think if we were to look at the Pep career, just off the top of my head, I would say uh, Jose Mourinho first won the rattle. Second won the rattle was probably Klopp Dortmund. Third won the rattle was probably uh, I think Tuchel Chelsea. Um, and now potentially Tuchel at Byron. Um, so it, it can definitely happen. His first game, that would actually technically be his second game as manager um, of of Byron. He started training just recently. Their first game is the Classicer. 
Yeah. We're going to love to see how that pans out this weekend. We'll We're going to about def- that this weekend as well. Yep. We'll definitely get a better understanding of what that look of what they look like. What is how he's going to um, set up as well. I am guessing Pavard and Jao, wing backs, the three back, um, and from there having a nice little three two up front somehow. Yeah. Um, with with uh, Moting, uh, Mueller doing his thing, uh, Kimmich double pivot with Kimmich being his Conte. Um, having a double pivot of him and maybe who's another one? I don't even know. I don't even know another strong midfield. Maybe Mueller would be that that other person that he would be there with. But it'll be interesting. It'll be really, really interesting. Uh, they Leroy Sané and that whole relationship mm. with Tuchel. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They got into it when he when Leroy Sané was part of. Uh, FC Schalke, and before yeah. he signed with uh, City, so good, good, bad problems for City. Not expected that. Hoping we were facing Julian, we're not. Makes it harder. And what's something you said last podcast? Yeah, Julian Nagelsmann will not beat Pep. Oh, now yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Now we got to see if Pep can take out Tuchel. Um, yeah. I think Kevin will be up for it. I think Kevin is the guy I'm really banking on right now to be our anchored for the five. I mean, he cements GOAT status. If we were to walk down the path right now of him scoring and assisting, we beat Byron, take care of Madrid, and somehow get to a final. Um, and Kevin is a strong part to this. I mean, this guy is... He's just next level, man. He's just yeah. next level. He's one of the greatest we've ever seen. Uh, he makes me fall. He's I've always loved the pass in any sport, period. Just kind of from my playing days and then also just seeing it from afar. The, the, the vision that some of these guys have is just next level. And I think Kevin is second to none, specifically with the vision. So uh, if we can make a, a strong run, it requires us to have King Kevin at the helm you know, controlling everything and, and Pep getting the, the, the squad, right. Rotary, uh, being consistent in the role that he plays and getting a solidified team. I'm, I'm international break. Fucked us. We, we were one of the teams that if you look at international break and as we go through the schedule, get back to the fixtures. Um, I would say let, we can look at each team and how the international break potentially helped or, or, or fucked you. And, and for city we're fucked. Let's see. I mean, we're, it is what it is. We can't do anything. About it. We're not going to bitch. Let's go. We got titles to try to win, and we'll see. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, those games, I, I, I thought that was a great game anyway, but I think just the added layer of the rematch, Champions League rematch, two goals, mm-hmm. that, that's just an extra layer of freaking awesomeness. So, yep, yeah, that'll, that'll be fucking uh, – that'll be good. But yeah. – um, yeah, we'll talk about that game uh, after, but um, now let's get into the rest of the Prem games. So we got five games in the 10 a.m. U.S. Uh, Eastern time slot, which is the 3 p.m. U.K. time slot. Um, let's start with Arsenal versus Leeds. Why not? The two teams at the top of the table kick us off. Um, this game's right after yours, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Man City, mm-hmm. Liverpool, and... Um, we had some scares as well over the international break. Partey possibly injured, but it's looking like that was just precaution. They actually sent a physio trainer from Arsenal to Ghana with Partey, which 
I love that. Good job, Arteta. You're you're learning the dark arts very quickly. Um, But yeah, I love that. So I'm guessing since he was training today, the physio trainer just was being very, very precautious. Maybe Partey didn't want to play. He said, hey, my hammy is a little tight. Wink, wink. (laughs) Physio trainer said, yeah, yeah, you know what? It feels a little tight. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Got to do what you got to do. Um, so he was training today, Tierney in the game with Scotland, um, Rodri putting, putting tackles on my Arsenal guys over, over the international break. He had one on Odegaard. Odegaard was fine. Didn't get a pen. That was crazy. I don't know how that wasn't a pen. Um, but yeah, uh, and then he put a tackle on Tierney and Tierney limped off, but he's fine as well. So that's good. Um, cause we're going to need Tierney, Tommy Asu out for the season. And Saliba, the news is not sounding great on him. Something's up with his back that they're not 100% sure when he's going to return. Uh, he's definitely not playing this weekend. And uh, it's starting to sound like Anfield is a doubt for him as well. So um, I'm, I'm okay with Rob Holding playing against Leeds. Rob Holding against uh, at Anfield is a whole different story. I think his level's kind of mid-table. But Leeds have some injuries as well. Tyler Adams not playing. Out. out for the season. Out for the season. Didn't know that. Um, all right. So Tyler Adams out and Noto out. One of their flashy wingers also out. So that's a big loss for them. I think attacking, they still have some decent attack. Somerville, uh, he's good. Aronson, Aronson's good at pressing. He can really put our center backs under pressure. Um, the thing is, their defense is just fucking awful. It really right. is. Even that game that they battered Wolves, they still let them right back in the game. Yeah, two goals. <laughs> still let them right back in the game with a couple goals, and it probably could have been a third goal. Like, uh-huh. um, did One they off the post. Three? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One off the post. One off the post. It was 42. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. We, and we both know uh, I'm being on the wrong end of predicting Wolves scores. Yeah, that exactly. Wolves don't fucking score. They don't score. So and you give up two for them. How do you let like, them back in the game? It's six to anyone else. Like, right, right, it's right. ridiculous. So even if holding has an off day, I just I just don't see us scoring less than three goals, to be honest. I think we'll score yeah. three in our sleep. Um, easy. Easy three goals. Their mm-hmm. defense sucks. I think one of their better defenders is out as well. So, yeah, uh, that's my an- analysis of the game. And um, to go a little deeper, I mean, ten more games to go. Uh, it's, it's time where blood pressure is going to be rising. Heartbeats are going to be a little faster per minute. Um, yeah, this is this is it. This is the final stretch. This is this is the money run. This is for the title. These last ten games. So, yeah, it's important. We um, and and these guys know the tasks. Um, you know, I was very worried about us dipping back into our old ways after the city game of bottling it, but they showed mentality, and I trust these guys. Saka's hitting a different level. Bangers, banger after banger in the uh, in his international break, he's playing well. Martinelli and Gabriel not pick for their Brazil team. I mean, thank you for not picking them, but at the same time, what are you? What's going on? Like, no wonder your team constantly disappoints. You, the, one of the best center backs in the Premier League, not picked. One of the best wingers in the Premier League, not picked. Hmm, something's going on there. That's why they're probably trying to bring in Angelotti, and I'm sure Angelotti will take Gabriel mm-hmm. and uh, Martinelli as well because it's it's 
it's shameful some selections on some of these international teams. It's yep. it's in some of these teams these these managers pick is just strange. You know, even besides the Southgate stuff, you know, you just see some of the selections and it's like, all right, why why the fuck is Fred playing? Please yeah. answer me that question. Like, why is Fred one of the main players on Brazil? He's god awful, god awful <laughs> yeah. in the Premier League, and he's bang average in international. Some of those mistakes in that Croatia game were due to him. So, yeah, um, I think there's a lot more of these politics in in federation and sure. country federations than we expect or kind of get anticipate getting involved with the picking of the rosters and they try to use like excuses like certain players oh well you know he's in form and then you look at another position and you're like well why didn't you pick him there then if you're going mm. based on form and you're like oh well uh you know he never lets me down yeah yeah exactly the other the other players a veteran he's been with us well he's 34 with two aco injuries what the yeah. fuck are you talking about so i mean it all depends like the like danny alves a case in point like what the fuck was he doing on that roster and for qatar so i i don't know man i i don't know it's 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 it'll be interesting for sure yeah yeah for sure um uh, so yeah this is this is it this is for all the marbles and i think we're ready for it we're definitely up for it um, we can focus just on the Premier League, which is a good thing. Hopefully, you know, hopefully uh, we get Saliba back. Um, Tommy Asu's done for the year. I think Saliba, hopefully, hopefully he's back for Anfield, but he'll be key in our run. So that'll be a big loss for us if he's not back. But hopefully, hopefully he will be. Um, and yeah, not really much to say. Uh, my score prediction on this one is going to be. And we never keep clean sheets at home, so I think Leeds will get a goal, and I'll go same as Palace, four to one. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, and I'll I'm, take Saka as well because he's on fire right now. Salah and Saka. Um, Leeds being fourteenth, twenty-seven games played. You got Palace in front of them, Wolves in front of them. Both of them have 28 games played, one point over uh, as well. Uh, 26 points for Leeds. Everton beneath them, uh, but they're same amount of points, goal differential. Uh, it, it's a clusterfuck down there, and you got to imagine that they're going to fight. Weston McKinney is uh, going to have to be a focal point for this Leeds team. Tyler Adams out. You've mentioned some major defender uh, going to be missing for this game. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't see it. This manager hasn't been there long enough. This team isn't built long enough, and I can see them getting a big time win on a on a club later in the in, in the season. As I say that, I want to make sure we don't play them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we, you played them twice, didn't you? Yeah, we're done playing them. So, uh, thank God. Uh, I I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, I do see more than one goal for Leeds. I do them. I see a dumbass header and an actual legit goal. Um, so I'm gonna go four to two, Lee Arsenal. <clears throat> yeah. After after this one, they have three home games, so I'm sure they'll pick up some points there. Um to stay out of this. But yeah, this this relegation battle's fucking crazy right now. It's I horrible. Mean, from 12th down, you they're separated by 4 points. You have Southampton on 23 
and then you have Crystal Palace in 12th on 24. So mm-hmm. this is a true, true relegation scrap. So, you know, any of these teams in this scrap are going to be dangerous. Unfortunately, I, I don't think this is the dangerous one for us. I think um, Nottingham Forest away, I think that'll be a tough one. They play good at home. They'll be in the relegation scrap. You know, um, I would say West Ham, but David Moyes is just trash. Um, you know, Southampton we play as well. They're always they're always tricky in a relegation scrap. So, yeah, I mean, this relegation battle is insane. It's going to be interesting to see who gets relegated. But, um, yeah, yeah, good pick. And um, we'll move on. We'll move on. We will go to we – I just to, had a thought. Yeah. I'd be remiss to not ask you, do you have your delusional mode of the week? I don't. I have. You can go. Three. You have three? <laughs> yeah, right, we'll do it later. I don't, we'll I don't do have it. one. Because we'll do so it later. You can, well, you can do the, your trifecta. Um, um, yeah, we'll do it later. But let's pick the next games. I'll probably think of one as we go, too. Um, oh, you'll have one. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, cool. Burnmouth at home against Fulham. Interesting game. Burnmouth backs have been playing good, picking up form. International break. Maybe that stifles them a little bit, but they played good against Arsenal, picked up a point against Liverpool. And now they're taking on a Fulham team who have a bunch of people suspended because of their fuckery uh, in the FA Cup, which allowed Man United to advance. Thanks a lot, Fulham, you fucking idiots. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that's going to be interesting um, on how that plays. And yeah, we were talking about relegation teams. And Fulham's a team that's also fighting for uh, European places. But these suspensions may play play a little bit of a factor. Yep. Uh, what do you think? You think uh, you think Burnmouth is going to pick up some points? Some points here? They're, they're in 19th, so they definitely need some points. So I want to I wanna took, take a look at this, this schedule again because, you know, this game, it's – this is this is it for them, you know? This is this is truly it for Bournemouth in the sense of if you don't get up for teams that you have a true shot at, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you like what are you doing? Um this this team though, man. All right, so they had a 3-0 loss against Villa, okay? Look at this lineup for a second. Salanka, Billy. Alonki, Billing, Lerma, Rothwell, Anthony, Kelly, Sanisi, Stevens, Smith, Neto, Akeem. These guys are garbage, man. That Billing kid's been playing good, though. This team, yeah. yeah. He's mid. I think that's because he had a goal against you, didn't he? He had a goal against Liverpool as well. He scored the winner against Liverpool. He did. He did. And he had a he had a banger a couple weeks earlier than that. So he's, he's actually he's playing decent. I mean, I want to say he's but Liverpool he's in he's in form right now. Yeah. <laughs> Why I'm saying uh, is I know they're going to be ready, but I just I don't think they're <sighs> that good. I mean, their midfield is tragic. No, they're horrible. And if you look at the Fulham team, <laughs> they're not so fucking good either. Yeah. This team, I think they're better coached though. You know, they're more organized. That I would agree with. Um, but I, their their manager is probably suspended for this as well, right? Oh, he's got to be. Yeah, he's, he's got to have at least a game ban. He went out of his way. Uh, so I would say you want to put your strongest lineup against a team like Arsenal, top of the league. Uh, they went Mitrovic, uh, Piera, uh, Cam Solomon at left, uh, Reed uh, at right. 
is what they went with. So that's the three. The one was Mitrovic. The two were Reed and Lukic. Uh, obviously, Paulinho was out. Interesting to see if Paulinho's back. I think he's going to play a huge role. Yeah, that guy's good. fucking good. Yeah, I was looking good. at some of his conversions rate. Dude's metrics, it's through the roof this year. Yes. Um, Reem, obviously, uh, Jedi Robinson. Um, uh, I guess what? TT? Teet? I don't even know what do you want to, how to pronounce that. And, although it's Brazilian, so it, it should be TT. Uh, but, and then the other center back that's got a really unique name. I just call him Tommy because his first name's Tommy, but it's like Adarabayo or whatever. Uh, so that that's a pretty strong lineup, and yeah, that's got some, some players. players. That's got some players, yeah. That, that so, Solomon dude is good. Fire, yes, yeah, he's really yes, good. yeah. He's Algerian, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, that's a that's a really really good team. So I'm curious. Uh, I don't see it for Bournemouth. I think Fulham are going to go ahead and, and get it done. I'm going to go with a two nil win for mm-hmm. Fulham. A two nil. I'm going for a 2-2. Creed 3 just came out. Michael B. Jordan is uh, feeling himself. (laughs) He's going to be playing the the Rocky theme song uh, in the press box. going to inspire his side to uh, get a point at home. Um, I I think they'll nick a point. I think this is a good time to catch Fulham. I really do. And it's it's a good time to be Burnmouth. I mean, one point in their last six. You could be saying I'm crazy, but... They played well in both games. They really yeah. did. So, um, yeah, I'm sure they're feeling good about this. Come back from the international break at home. The fans will be pumped. You get that extra bit of oomph because uh, two weeks with no prem. So, yeah, I'm going to take a two-two draw. I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be a good result for Bournemouth. And then I was looking at their schedule, and then they have. They're home again for Brighton. That'll be a tough one. But then they have Leicester. Uh, on the road against Tottenham, they already played good against Tottenham this year. Went ahead two zero, blew the lead. But and then they have West Ham uh, at home. That'll be another relegation fight. So I definitely see the opportunity for them to pick up some points, which they need to do to stay up. So uh, I'm taking Burnmouth two two. Well, taking a draw two two. Yeah, good result for Burnmouth. I'd agree. Yeah. games yes games. oh this this weekend's sick i mean this is yeah. that's a mid game but there's there's some good games this weekend uh the man city game um this next one i really love this game brighton versus brentford at the yeah. amex this is a great game uh two uh, teams competing for europe two teams i i really really like watching i mean brighton plays great football brentford sometimes they could be a little more tactical not as pretty to watch but Talk about getting results. I mean, both of these teams I think Brighton hasn't lost since February, mid early February. And Brentford, uh, you know, they have had a great run at home. And this one will be on the road for them. But yeah, this is a good game. I'm looking forward to this one. This one will definitely be on the other TV while I'm watching Arsenal. So yeah, this mm-hmm. is a good game. What are you thinking about this one? Um it's a tough one to pick for me. Um oh. Definitely. Are you looking at this table? Because if you look at this table, it's so fucking close. 42 points to both of them. Uh, 12 wins, 6 draws, and 7 losses for Brighton. 10 wins, 12 draws, and 5 losses for Brentford. I mean, a goal differential of 15 for Brighton, only 9 for Brentford. You can make an argument that it could be even uh, less 
uh, goal differential for Brentford if uh, Ivan Tony was not playing due to the fucking fact that the man's fucking betting on games. Why is Ivan Tony still out here hooping? I don't get it. I don't get it. Do you not give a fuck about sports betting? Because if you want to throw out numbers, see, this is the thing about numbers that, again, I, I don't want to take it back to City, but we get 107, 115, no 120 charges. What the fuck do these numbers matter if no nothing's going to happen? This yeah. man had two, over 245 bets of five grand or more or 5,000 pounds or more on the Premier League. The guy knows refs, talks to refs. The guy knows players. I mean, come on. Like, I don't get it. So the, this is the crazy. legal system is just a joke, period. The way you can Why? stretch out cases for two years, Why? basically just get people to throw in the towel because they're tired of showing up to court just to extend it again. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the strategy for, for people that are on the defending side. Hey, yeah. let's uh, file another injunction. Let's get this stretched out to July. We'll come yeah. back. We'll do another one. We'll, and that's literally the strategy to the point yeah. where we're going to, we're going to stretch this out so long. They're going to freaking meet us at a plea bargain because they're, they're tired of this shit. Yeah. It's insane. I, I actually absolutely hate that about the legal system. Yeah. I think we should change that to where instead when it comes to high profile cases, yes. uh, the moment you extend, we should be able to say uh, three extensions max. And if you go three extensions on the fourth attempt to extend, we, are definitely going to trial, and we're actually making it public television nine o'clock on a Friday night because I would tune in and put the fucking popcorn on, have myself a little bit of some olive oil and some oregano and some basil. We've been doing a little bit different on the popcorn <laughs> stuff. Lately. We've been getting on some wild shit. On your popcorn? I've been making it at home, customized. Don't knock it until you try so it, right. my man. I like olive oil. It's really, really good. My pregnant ass wife's got some wild cravings right now. So let me assure you that if you can think of it from a fucking YouTube wormhole of things you want to try from a popcorn seasoning and flavoring thing. I like pretty popcorn much seasonings. I did yeah. a barbecue one the other day, dude. It tastes better than Lay's chips. I know, dude. It was wild. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. I, I like throwing M&Ms in my popcorn. <laughs> that's dope yeah. the, cho- yeah, the chocolate the sweet with the salt yep. sweet yeah. and salty yep. you're talking I'm actually yeah, going to no, do that's that good. it's good hell yeah uh, but <laughs> yeah so anyway Ivan Tony, what the fuck um, Brighton they're so close man I agree with you both of these clubs are, are really really good to watch they're fun they're fun for the league both of these teams are competing you look at who's in front of them and there's only one team in front of them that I think doesn't deserve to be there and that's Tottenham but you you got Liverpool, Newcastle, United, City and Arsenal. That's it. I mean yep. Bright, Brighton and Brentford are really really there to compete and one of these teams in my opinion have a strong chance to get top 4. And I think this team is just a little bit more talented. This team I think is going to have the nod because of that and I think the the other nod is while I rate both of these managers this Deserby guy is really getting some notoriety right now. Yeah. And Brighton are doing it. I got to give the nod to Brighton. This is a game where it's going to be really close. Three to, I want the draw so bad. And I think the draw is the easy pick here, which is why I'm going to go Brighton. And I'm going to make it a little bit harder than, than or the distance being more than what you'd think. I'm going four to two Brighton. I mean, they do put up goals at home. I remember when we played them, we went up 4-1, to one and they just kept attacking, attacking, which really impressed me because usually 
teams below the team in first place, you know, well, everybody's below the team in first place. Well, I'm saying like usually like mid table clubs like Brighton, which, you know, they have been in the past when they go down four one, it's just set up shop. Let's not get battered six one. Um, but they kept coming at us and they're good at home. Uh, Matoma, uh, McAllister, Solly March, they, they have some good players. They really do. Cause Caicedo in the middle, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm on the same, uh, I'm in the same place as you. I think, Brentford on the road, they're much better at home. They barely lose at home on the on the road. It's a it's a different it's a different beast for that. Um, what was yeah. the score you picked? I'm going four to two Brighton. You're going high for a lot of these scores. Um, the rest that the, they've been training, they got the yeah, continuity. Yeah. Some of these guys, uh, I'm actually debating right now as you pick before you go. No pressure on your score. But I'm actually debating right now if I want to take a goal scorer. Yeah, That's how too. confident I am on this Brighton team. I've right already now. picked two though, so I don't want to. I don't want to burn myself out right now. But yeah, I, I think Brighton will score. I'm on the same same wavelength as you. I think it'll be a three to one Brighton win. That's um, a good shout, actually. Yeah, three to one. They score at home. I think Brentford will put up a fight, but um, Brighton's just they're tough at home at the Amex. The Amex is is roaring right now. They're yeah. they're playing some of the best football they've ever played in their history. So that's a that's a place you don't want to go right now. Absolutely yeah. not. That's such a tough game. A team you might team you might be playing at Wembley. You know it's definitely possible in the FA mm-hmm. Cup final. Mm-hmm. I'm not ruling them out to beat Manchester United at all. I'd welcome that. I'd welcome the chance to play Brighton. I mean that's a, a te- that's a team. Yeah, it's a really really tough team. Very talented. Yep. So, yeah, I, I'm picking them. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game. Uh, I'm sure it'd be tough to pay attention when Arsenal's on. Maybe it'll be like the Palace game where it'll be a walk in the park and I won't be stressed so I can glance yeah. over at this game. But if not, I'll, I'll rewatch it because, yeah, this is a fun one. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. It's going to be a dope game for sure. Yeah, uh, Crystal Palace versus Leicester. I think this is uh, this is another good relegation scrap. Crystal Palace have to show up. This is a home game for them. If they don't win this one, what games are they winning? I mean, honestly, <laughs> Roy Hodgson back back at the oh wheel. My gosh, they revived the, the dinosaur. They they brought him back to life. They they fucking revived him, uh, Doctor Frankenstein style. They fucking he's got the he's got the bolts in his head. Um, but yeah, this is if this is a this is an absolute must win for Crystal Palace. If you don't win at home against another relegation side with the new manager bounce, when are you winning? Seriously, <laughs> seriously, yeah. when are you winning? So this is a must win for them. Um, and you know, Leicester, they had a little bounce back after the World Cup. It looks like oh, maybe Leicester's going to pick up form. Maybe yeah. they're going to you know really separate themselves from the rest of the bottom of the table. But they fell right back into a relegation scrap. 17th, 25 points. It's a big game for Leicester, too. So you got two teams that, you know, two pretty notable teams in the Premier League that are in serious trouble if they lose this game. So this will be a nice relegation scrap, I think. Um, I have to go with Palace. Like I said, this is an absolute must win. Selhurst Park, they finally got a goal, at least, against Arsenal. You know, they went goalless for a while, so they can build on that. And like I said, new manager bounce at home. This is this is a game they have to win, and I'm going to pick a 2-1 Crystal Palace win. 2-1 Crystal Palace. Do you know how old Roy Hodgson is? Uh, 350. <laughs> 
I don't know. Am I close? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> this head is legit 74 years old. I thought he was 80, dude. He he looks... He's an old 74. <laughs> he looks, he looks 84, if I'm being honest. He looks terrible. Like, what, what happened, Roy? I don't understand, and I don't get it. And you know what? This is... You're sending club backwards. I listen. No disrespect to this man in his career and what he's given to the game, but you it's fire Patrick Vieira. It's very strange. And now you bring in a man that they just sacked him too, like before Vieira. Remember, he's making jokes at the first press conference about there are leftover books that he had there in his first stint as manager. And when he came back, he's just like, oh, yeah, these are the same books. Like, I don't I, – I, they don't deserve this win. I'm going 2-1 to one Leicester just for the sole fact that this kind of prehistoric shit shouldn't be happening. And it's it's a sham. It, it It's like, what are you doing? He knows, too, that he just got hired for the rest of the rest of the year. I mean, how, how are you as a player? Oh, is he supposed to be fucking motivated to this? Like, this is the guy he's going to get up and say, you know what? No, I can do it. Run through guy. a wall for Roy. Let me let me run through a wall for Roy. <laughs> what? Come on, man. Yeah, I'm going two to one, Lester. And uh, fuck that new manager bounce. He might, he might relegate him. He might be the reason they get relegated. I mean, remember he, he got fired, he got sacked from Palace, and then he went to Watford last year and got them relegated. So I, I really don't understand. Yeah, what Watford Watford appointed what? them last year, and they got relegated. Um, I really don't understand it at all. Um, we we mentioned this on the last pod, Vieira's run, where he wasn't he was playing terrible football, but it was a yeah. pretty tough run. Uh, they did nothing in January. So it was a strange, strange sacking. I mean, Vieira also had some really great moments in the two years he was at Palace. You know, some really, really top wins. Completely dominated Arsenal at 3 nothing last year. Um, they were looking good at certain points. The board did nothing for him. You know, yeah. Gallagher was a big piece for them last year. They didn't get him back on loan or try to sign him on a permanent. So, you know... Um, I don't understand what they wanted. And then they bring back the guy they sacked before him. Uh, I'm I'm not really, really confused. You're you're almost talking me out of changing my pick. (laughs) Dude, I'm actually, I kind of want to pick a goal scorer for Lester. I actually think I'm giving it, this guy, what is he, do you, what do you 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 think this guy's teaching them tactically? I heard. I heard to to relate to the young guys. He came in and said, "Free young thug," <laughs> and they were like, "That's that was- it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight for Roy." Yeah, that's it. He's with the culture. Yeah, he, he gets it now. He gets it. Absolutely. Yeah, he he's he's up in the know about things that are happening in in, in the hip hop game. That's hilarious. Bro. Yeah, it's I, a free I, look, young thug. Free thug. You can say gun is a rat. Free thug. <laughs> Got us a rat. And they were like, "Yep, we're, that's it. Four zero. Yep. He gets it. Four zero. <laughs> Fuck you, Lester. Yeah. Let's we're, go. We're running through a wall, and we're running through the goal with the ball, and that's it. We're <laughs> getting relegated. But yeah, do you uh, know how many? Do you know how many clubs he's managed at? Take a wild guess. 
clubs that he's managed at, including uh, international. All right. The guest lucky number 13. Double it. Holy 24. Shit. Almost double it. Um, 24. He started at Helmstad's Halm- BK. He's manages a club called the Grasshoppers. Wait, he managed a Burger King? <laughs> yeah, he was a manager at Burger King. Fries were really good at that time. Um, <laughs> ever since he left, those fries suck. They have nothing on Wendy's or McDonald's. Um, but yeah, no, this is insane, insane, insane. I, I don't get it. Like I said, I, I'm almost regretting picking them uh, the more I think about this. But I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with my gut. Two to one, Crystal Palace. What, what did you pick? Uh, I went two to one, Leicester. I went completely opposite. I'm going. I, can see I, I don't think this guy's going to win a game. I actually going to go. You know what? I, over or under points that they get for the rest of the year. Um, hold on. Let's see how many games that they have. Oh, they're on. They're on, they're on 28 games. So they have 10 games left. 10 games left. So okay. they'll, they'll need, they need 14 points. I mean, so I'm picking them for a win. So that's three. And then let me look at the rest of their schedule. I got it right here. My man, you want me to read it out? Palace. Um, Lester Leeds, Southampton, Everton. These are winnable Wolves. games. Wolves. Yeah, they have all the bottom sides. <laughs> these are winnable games. Yeah. See, that's the thing. They played all these top sides. Yeah. You know. So now they got now they got all relegation scraps. So yeah, I don't. I don't winnable. disagree. I, I just think these are all winnable games for Roy in 1979, like when they were doing shit. Like in 1979. What if they get 30 points? Are you gonna you're gonna apologize? I will apologize to this old fuck. Absolutely, yeah. This old chap gets them to fucking keeps them in the league. Gets them conference league. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. That won't be happening. I can tell you that right now because the May, Tottenham, Bournemouth, Fulham, and then they end the season with Forest. It's not. That's eight of those games are are winnable for sure. I agree. I agree. So I think they'll get. I'm gonna say so. They'll get three this weekend. And then that would be a possible 27 points after that. I think they'll get 16 of those, 15. So I'll say they'll get 18 points. They'll end the season on 44 points or whatever they're, whatever they're, what that, 26 now? Yeah, so I'll say they'll end the season around 44 points. I have them only getting nine more points for the rest of the year. <sighs> Maximum. I have them losing the Leicester, Leeds, and Southampton for sure. I have them maybe drawn against Everton. I have them maybe Leeds drawn is against on the road, Wolves. right? Um, Leeds is on the road. Yes, correct. Yeah, so that, um, that could be West Ham to end the month. They're going to get slapped by West Ham to end the month. I don't know. Uh, Tottenham to start May. Bournemouth, I think they'll actually win. I think they'll beat Bournemouth thir- uh, third to last game of the year. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I'm taking the under. Whatever the fuck you say here, I'm definitely taking the under because this team yeah. is going to get slapped. These are winnable games, but uh, the next so five, uh, the next five, three are on the road. So yeah. um, that might play a difference as well. Southampton's tough on the road. Wolves tough on the road. Um, Leeds tough on the road as well. So it's possible. I mean, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they got nine. To be honest, so I'm just saying I'm being a little more hopeful. They have to start picking up points, but if they lose this weekend, then yeah, they might get they might get six. Yeah, I didn't think the Crystal Palace conversation was going to be that that intense today. 
but, oh, but I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. I didn't anticipate us to talk about a dinosaur either. <laughs> Jesus, that guy. Um, Nottingham Forest at home against Wolves. Um, I think this one's easy for me to pick. Wolves just up and down, up and down. Nottingham mm-hmm. Forest, pretty consistent on, at home, honestly. Um, that one kid's been playing really good for them. I, re- I actually like that uh, kid. I can't think of his name. I'll, I'll find it now. He scored in the game against. Um, Let's see. The fuck did they play last? Forest. Yeah. Um, Newcastle. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dennis scored for him. No, that wasn't it. Oh, I forgot they had Emmanuel Dennis. Um, Maybe it was the Tottenham game. Worrell. No, no, no. No, it was the it was the uh, Everton game he scored at because I watched that one. Hold on. Oh, Brennan Johnson, that kid's yeah, been he's playing good. good. He's a good player. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this is for me. It's this is easy to pick. I think Forest have been pretty consistent all year at home. You know, even in the beginning of the season, you know they picked up that that win against Liverpool at home and a couple other decent wins. So for me, this is easy. I just the one rule in life for me is never trust Wolves. Um, <laughs> Never trust them to score. Yep. Um, so I'm going to stick by that rule. And uh, I got this one being 2 nothing, Nottingham Forest. 1-1 one, one draw. An ugly, disgusting that, that, that fucking sounds pretty, game. I can feel that happening now. Just now that disgusting. That. Yeah, Just absolutely. This one will not be paid attention to. 100%. Just, oh, 100%. Absolutely. I, I might watch the highlights if this game becomes like 4-4, and I'll be like, what the fuck occurred here? I have to see this miracle. Um, well, but, it was yeah. that that um, Leeds-Wolves uh, game from two weeks ago. That game was exciting. That was crazy. Yeah, it was absolutely just up and down. Like, what the hell is going on? Fighting um, at the end. Huh? Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. It was it was great. The Premier League. Fuck, I'm so happy it's back this, this weekend. This is going to be and... incredible. <laughs> so you got two nil forest. I'm going one one draw. And I'm one hundred percent not touching a single goal scorer here. Nope. Not at all. Um and the Saturday games with Chelsea at home at Stanford Bridge against Aston Villa. Um yeah, Chelsea coming off a disappointing draw to Everton before the international break. Um and yeah, Potter. Potter, baby, he's back. Potter, he's back. He's been cooking up some spells, uh, <laughs> cooking up some spells over the international break, and um, I believe they had some injuries. Right, Reese got hurt again. Yeah, so Chelsea had a little bit of some. This issues. fucking guy Southgate keeps picking James, and every time he gets fucking hurt over the break. Oh, it's, it's... and he still picks him. It's like Ben White. You ever heard yeah. of him? Yeah. <laughs> just pick him. He's he's more reliable. Yeah, he's English. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, but he's English. Yeah, he's he's English. He's 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 not. I know he looks brown, but he's not from Nicaragua <laughs> or, or, or some fucking some Hispanic. I know I know he's got the tan of a nice Hispanic guy, but uh, he's actually English. Yeah, <laughs> he can play for you. You fuck. Pay yeah. attention. He's doing quite well. Um, Chelsea. It Havertz, I think Havertz is in doubt. He got hurt in the international oh. break against Germany. He came out of the match. Uh, Reese James uh, had an injury with his hamstring. However, it appears it might have been precaution. 
Um, his return could be imminent, but he did have a little injury. Uh, Conte also came back. That was interesting. Hmm. And Golo Conte. So um, he might get some minutes. I doubt he'll start. And then uh, Mason Mount. Uh, he also looks like he pulled out of, um, of the England internationals, but he also might be returning. Oh, Sterling got hurt as well. Um, yeah. Wow, they have a lot of injuries. Fafana got hurt again too. Fucking hell. Such. I'm looking at Villa right now. They're talking about Kamara. Um, so they, they might have some people out. Um, but what, what do you think? You think uh, we're going to get a Unai Emery master class on this one? Or you think Chelsea's going to find some points here at home? If we're, if we're just going on form, you know, both of them are still somewhat close. You know, Villa had a three wins, a draw, and a loss. Chelsea had three wins, a draw, and a loss. So it's kind of interesting how that's going to play out with with the international break and the injuries and things like that. I do not bank on anything with either of these disaster clubs. You, have, you do have uh, Unai, who's kind of changing the culture a bit. By the way, I, this game is for rifle owner of 10th place. So this is the battle for 10th. One team, one team will end at the top half of the table. One team will end at the bottom half of the table. Thank you for the perfect setup. I'm going 2-2 draw. <laughs> Both of these asinine teams are going to find a way to fuck it up. And you know what? Just let it be. Let it be for the both of them. Because it'll be – picking 2-2 is more of a detriment to Chelsea because it's more like why am I picking them to score two because when was the last time they scored two? So I can't – I don't know if I should do that actually. But you know what? I'm sticking to it. It's going to be a 2-2 draw. I, I, I think it's a good shout for sure. Um, definitely a good shout. It's going to be interesting this game. I probably will be tuning into uh, – Dortmund versus Bayern during this time, though. It's on at the same time, but yeah. I'll, I'll be peeking at this one. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Some interesting Mikhailo Mudrik uh, quotes coming out. Um, didn't really understand. I think there was maybe a language transfer. <laughs> or oh, there's, oh, there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really weird uh, quotes from him. Uh, unfortunately, he wasn't 007, but he is 107 now. And... Um, yeah, I just I, I Chelsea have to start winning some games, right? There's too much talent, but Potter Potter ball is just not inspiring me at all. And this is a game where Unai is notorious for going to big six clubs and nicking points. I think the two two draw is a good call. I'm gonna one up you and do a one one draw. Oh, that's actually the best, most realistic scenario. You can yeah. see Villa getting something on a counter. You can see Chelsea struggling all fucking game and somehow lucking out into some ass backwards. Someone passed gas and fucking the ball rolled over the line. Yep. One one draw. That's actually a great shout. Yep. This there's a good there's a good chance there'll be flubs on both sides of the ball with oh, yeah. with Emmy Martinez and uh, Keppa. Oh yeah. Very good chance of that. So um yeah, 
I think this will be it. The 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 dramatic this everybody's watching this tenth place battle. Who's going to be in tenth place? It's going to be so so dramatic, only to end in a, a meaningless draw, and both teams both teams remain in the same spots. Um, yeah, one one. That's it. Fuck this game. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Sunday, West Ham versus Southampton kick off the day. West Ham at home, Southampton on the road. I said it for Palace. If you're not beating Leicester at home, when are you getting points? And it's the same thing for West Ham for me. If you're not beating Southampton, bottom, bottom of the table, rock bottom of the table, the anchor of the Premier League. Um, If you're not beating Southampton at home, David Moyes, where are you getting points? (laughs) Um, I have to think they win this game. Uh, Home game, Southampton coming in. And I have to think this is going to be a three to one win for West Ham. I want to be very, very clear as to what I'm about to say when it comes to West Ham. If you lose or draw to Southampton in this game, I'm done with you for the rest of the year. I would rather do a DNP, a do not pick and lose out on the opportunities to get the fucking points than pick your shitty-ass fucking club. The the opportunity to loot, to get points here with Declan having the international break that he has and him coming back to this club and having an opportunity to maybe say, you know what, I'm about to go do everything that I can so that I can go put on the red shirt for the, the club in London. And to do that, I need to go ahead and raise my level and raise this club's level for two months. Two fucking months. It's not hard. It starts with Southampton. Literally the worst fucking team available. Literally. Get get it done. I'm going two to nothing West Ham. And I'm telling you, dude, if they let me down this one, I'm going to be so fucking sad. Sad. And for the rest of the year, instead of picking a score, we should actually just continue to predict the Declan uh, Rice transfer fee and yeah. just account for as many possible score uh, predictions. You say $75 million, I say 85 I'm starting it. I'm at $83 million, then $91 million. Just pick some random you know, euros, and we can even do a euro prediction, a million prediction. We can even do a pounds prediction. We can Same get all again. the current – Yen, we can do whatever any currency that we want, and then get it right because we'll be a little bit more accurate with that than trying to predict whatever the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, whatever, whatever. (laughs) I don't, I don't give a shit. I would rather have more fun trying to pick out how much Edu is going to have to pay for this man than picking anything with this shit club and David. How many hot dogs will Edu have to barbecue? Yeah. Yeah. This transfer go through. You know that man's going to be eating, cooking up some Brazilian steak, and Declan's going to absolutely. He's going to be slow cooking it. It's going to be like that six days. He's going to be slow cooking it on like freaking 100 heat. Just really, really slow. (laughs) Be be patient, my friend. Be patient. Be patient. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. I got the smoke, another cigar. Be patient. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, West Ham. Come on. Actually, you know what? Get relegated so we can get Declan <laughs> Rice for cheaper, please. Give us a discount. Get relegated. Could I'll, you take, I'll take him for 35. 35 sounds nice. We can reinvest in more players. Yeah, you know what? Fuck you. Get relegated. 3-0 Southampton. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Keep the three one. Um, Newcastle versus Man United. Very good. Very very good game. Rematch. Rematch of the Carabao Cup final. This time at St James. Um, I'm sure they're going to be looking for revenge on this one. Get a little more Isak, who's been on fire. Um, and yeah, Man United coming in to this one off that win against Fulham in the FA Cup. So, you know, they're sitting here and this is, you know, this is a big game because we got Newcastle in fifth. We got Man United in third and Newcastle only three points behind them. Same amount of games played. And yeah, this is definitely important for Newcastle's uh, top four charge and it's at home. So if you're Newcastle, you got to say one thing we have to do to get this top four, we have to win all our home games. Every single one of our home games, we have to win except the one against Arsenal. You can draw points in that one. But, uh, yeah, that's what you have to say if you're in Newcastle right now. If you're Eddie Howe, um, that's the goal. Win your home games and steal some points on the road, and let's get this top four. And I think this is a very winnable game for them. I really do. Um, The St. James factor, tough place to play. Man United coming off the break. Um, Their midfield is going to be a little suspect. I think – is Casemiro off for this one? Yeah, he's suspended. Better fucking be. <laughs> you never Better know what, what, the, what the crazy Dutchman Ten Hag did. Um, he cursed us with Saliba and Tamiasu's injury, so you, know, you never know what he did in the Netherlands. But um, bald prick talking on other people's clubs for no fucking reason, asshole. And then yeah, but I think this is a tough one. No, no Casemiro, um, Isak balling right now, looking really, really good. Brace in the last game, and yeah, it's at St James, so I think. Newcastle's going to win. I got a – they don't score a lot either, so I got a, I got a 2-1 Newcastle. My guy. And, and, and I'm going to take him. Alexander Isak for my third and final goal scorer. All right. That's a great shout. That's a great shout. Seal the deal. Here's what I'm saying to this game. You got two to one Newcastle. Yep. You got a spanking. I feel like that's what you're cooking. You do grills. You do the. Oh, you you got this. Let me show you what I got, bitch. I am very very confident right now in this game. Going to be a. This is going to be a doozy of a game. I, I actually think this might be the most exciting game of the weekend. I think United are going to be up for it. Uh, I definitely think that um, Newcastle are going to get the win. And I got two goal scorers in this game. Taken uh, two. Has that ever been done? Have we ever taken two goal have, scorers? I've done, okay. it, I've done it once. I've so done this it is once. your special. This is, this yep. is what you're cooking over there, Mr. So Edu. you definitely took what who I thought was going to be. I have three names written down. I was just like, I, I got three of these names. I did three because you were doing your prediction first. I'm like, I'm guaranteeing this guy's going to get picked. You picked the first one. Obviously, Isaac, I, Isaac is going to score. He's got to score. The guy is an animal. Um, he's really, really in form right now. Mm-hmm. So great shout. Great pick. The other two, just based on, I think, the opportunities. Almoron. And the shit Hauser himself, Bruno. And the reason I say that is because I think a pen 
silly little situation like that. Rashford is also playing well in mm-hmm. the Devils uniform. So you can maybe say that that could be an opportunity. But with how I think this game is going to go, I'm predicting three to one Newcastle. I think the penalty goal is going to be what what gets Bruno and or United, you know, draw even at the time. But I got Newcastle sticking it to him. This is going to be making the game or the, the 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 race for top four so interesting. It's a statement. Oh, it's going to be a huge statement for Newcastle. And the statement, if you really, if you want to be honest, in my humble opinion, if I'm a Newcastle fan, you get this win. And you make this strong push for for top four, I would be reminding the world and anyone who's willing to listen, we haven't even started spending yet. I know that. That's the scary thing, man. I thought this was one of the things, if you remember when I first started messaging you about about everything and, and, and getting together, is I predicted Arsenal coming up and have not not winning it, of course, but coming up and having a stronger year, being top four. But then that other thing was, I was predicting a summer amazing window for Newcastle. I thought they were going to have it. I thought they were going to come in and just solidify like Neymar-esque type signing. Like out of nowhere, you're going to get some bloke to come out to fucking Newcastle and play and try to run uh, uh, the league. I was like, wow. So it didn't happen. Made some quieter signings. and, And here we are. They've managed to really just do quite well for a roster that, in my opinion, while talented, I think it's fair to say he's overachieving a bit. Um, let me look at the win that they had against Nottingham and the lineup. Yeah. If you told me other than Bruno, great signing. You're winning with a guy named Sean Longstaff. All right, quality player, but let's be honest, he's probably doing some some late night videos on HBO and Showtime. Okay, with the last name Long, Longstaff. with the last name Longstaff, yeah. or he's uh, or he's in the in the Hobbit, like Gandalf, you know, with the Longstaff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Joe Willick. Yeah, Arsenal, I mean, Arsenal leftovers. Dan Byrne. This guy has been incredible. The guy who I thought was a center back, and I'd listed out as a center back in my team of the year mid mid season or before the international break. And this guy's a fucking left back. Seven, amazing. Shar, those two, those guys look like like they legit look like American size offensive linemen, just skinny. Yeah, no, they're big boys. They're big dudes and they're big frames. They're good it's too. Incredible. I don't think it's a fluke that they're good. I think they're, so, they're actually quality center backs. Good signings. They're a strong, strong team. And I got them given a nice little fucking shagging the United. I really do. And you got Bruno and yeah. and who else? Bruno and Almiron. I got those Niggy. two scoring. Niggy with the goal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair. I'm kind of on the same wavelength with you. I just think they struggle to score. I mean, if you look at that Nottingham Forest game, you know, it came down to a penalty in the in the in the 90th minute by Isak. You know, they still as as much as he's been playing good, um, yeah. they still needed a pen to get that winner over Nottingham Forest. So, and that was at home as well. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, it was a clutch pen that he hit. Oh yeah, it was a great pen, and yeah. his first goal was sick too. So, yeah. um, I just I just think they have problems 
creating and scoring. But, you know, I, I think they'll put up points. I really do. Um, I think that they'll run right through that midfield. That midfield is going to be hella weak. Hella yeah. weak. I think Sabitzer's hurt as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then the last game of the weekend, the managerless Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> Antonio Conte, take a bow. You did a great job sabotaging the club that's already sabotaged. <laughs> it was just a inspiring speech. I was inspired by your speech after the Southampton game. And it was pretty obvious you were trying to get the fuck out of there. And you got the fuck out of there. It's official. Conte fired over the international break. Not one person surprised. And they have a game against Everton. And for me, this is a tough game. They don't get the new manager bounce. They got an interim. We ain't giving you that shit. <clears throat> However, I, I do think the players might be a little more inspired. I didn't see any posts from any Tottenham players saying, hey, <laughs> thank you, Conte. Thank you for your time. Yeah. That says a lot. So, that does say a lot. Sneaky, sneaky little input right there. But yeah. do you want to know why that might have been the case? Why? That's why. I don't think they have a sense of re- Another alibi. <laughs> Another alibi. It's brilliant every time. <laughs> yeah, so what uh, this one's a tough one for me because Everton at home, you know, they've been they've been good at home again uh, uh, with Sean Deitch. Um, this is a typical Everton at home performance I'm smelling. Park the bus, win some corners, balls over the top, get a few crappy goals, and mm. uh, make this one difficult. But, yeah, I... Kind of think the Spurs will will bounce back a little bit. Um, they know they're going to know the result of the game, um, Newcastle Man United, which is going to be big because now they have to they have to they have to keep Bay. They have two more games over Newcastle and United because of those FA because of those Carabao Cup games. So they have two games that, in hand, yeah. you know. So they're, they're going to definitely need to win these. And um, yeah, like I said, I, I didn't see any posts from Harry Kane, from Sun, about Conte's farewell, my friend. Thank you for Champions League. Yeah. It was great to play under a legend like you. I didn't see any of that. So there might be some relief now that he's out the door. You have a suffocating boss. You know you know how that could be. Um, and when he's out the door, it's like, hey, we can breathe now. So it's going to be interesting, this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I'm going to pick Tottenham. Two, two. I'm going a lot of two ones. Would it? Would it? Can I make one last ditch effort to give you some more insight to why maybe you should pick a draw or even a subtle win for Everton? You're talking all this dice talking. That's great, and I love it. I actually, I think this could be a great game for it because the lack of creativity behind a Kane, yeah. Son, and Kulu. So when you have those guys kind of an Everton doing the thing to where they're just allowing it and then getting on that other end, that Onana guy had a tremendous international break with Belgium. He is fucking good, dude. He's raw, but he's yeah, he can boss the midfield. I remember they have that, a weak midfield, no Benton core, Basuma out, uh Emerson's yeah. out now too as well, which might be a good yeah. thing. Um yeah. Yeah, it's it's a tough one to pick. I mean, do you think this could be a game where Richie Rich, the Pigeon Man, gets his first Premier League goal, going back to his old club? 
inspired. You know, he's a dickhead, so I'm sure he'd and be you know very happy. Celebrate. Oh, yeah. You know he'd be very happy to celebrate right in front of his fans and piss them off. You think he can <laughs> get his first Premier League goal in this one? Ah, uh, you know, the thing about that is I do think Tottenham are going to be a little bit more attacking and creative um, because I think you kind of pointed out with them being called out by, by Conte, they're going to want to show out and do a little something. Yeah. You manage your bounce. Do we still believe in that with the Tottenham concept? You could also make the concept, though, or the, the argument, is it new manager bounce since this fucker has been he's kind been of running them? The last yeah, month, pretty he's much. been doing it. So yeah. they've acted, acted so. you know, nah. Yeah, I agree. I'm on that, too. So I don't see it. I got a subtle, subtle win for Tottenham. But but I, you were going first with your score. So what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to pick another uh... – I want to pick Everton, but I just I have a feeling they'll fuck it up somehow. Yeah, I think Tottenham will win. I'm I'm gonna say two to. They won't keep a clean sheet, so yeah, two to one, two to one Tottenham. Um, is Richarlison gonna get his goal? I'm not picking. I'm out of goal scorers, but you think he, you think he'll do it against his former team? I think he might. I think he might. I think too. he might. I can see I it think... in my head, and him just well, like, running right up the to the question. crowd. <sighs> Yeah, but will it count? Yeah, will, yeah. will he have be an offside and he'll still celebrate like he just won right, the World Cup? That's what I really want. Yes, every time <laughs> I want it. Every time I see him celebrate, I'm just like, oh, I, I hope that's coming back. It did. The goal against, I think, yeah. was it South? Oh, no, no. It was the game before that. Um, I forget who it was against, but yeah, maybe Forrest. Yeah, so, so, so as bad as I want Everton to do this and, and get it done, I just... <sighs> The Spur, Tottenham in the situation right now, and like you had mentioned, this is a great aspect. They're going to know the score. They're going to know what happened with, with United and Newcastle and that opportunity. Um, it would make my fucking weekend to see City win and have Spurs lose, um, but I'm going to go with a 2 nothing win. I think they'll get a Kane penalty, and I think the fucking Bird himself will somehow get a, get a, a, a subbed-on winner. Um, to kind of seal it. So I'm going 2-0 uh, to the Spurs. Yeah, I was thinking of picking a clean sheet, but come on, Eric Dyer. Eric oh, Dyer sucks. Lego man. Yep. Um, all right, cool. That's it for the weekend games, but what if I told you the best soccer football game this weekend was not in the Premier League? What if I told you that? I, I would be hesitant to believe it, but then I would have to probably look up some fixtures to even think about it. I mean, we both know how much the league is, Premier League is so much better than everyone else. But there are some slight, slight, slight matchups that can definitely get the, the nod over the brim. I'm pretty excited for the Thomas Tuchel debut. Yeah. Going to play his old team, Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. That's another factor. Yeah. In the Classico, the German Classico, the Der Classico. Uh, whatever they call it. And Dortmund right now sitting a point above Bayern. So it's also a battle for first place. I think this is a really good game. I'm very interested to, to see uh, how Tuchel's going to play at Bayern in his first game. He's he's had a week to kind of sort things out, figure things mm-hmm. out um, over the international break, which I think is important for him. And, yeah, come back, first game against your old team, Borussia Dortmund. He managed there, right? He did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. He managed there. He did. Yeah, he managed Aubameyang and uh, yeah, that's right. Um, 
but yeah, this is. I think this is this is probably one of the most. I'm looking forward to City Liverpool. I think that'll be a good game. Of course, my Arsenal game, United Newcastle. But this is this is right up there with those games. I think it's super interesting. What do you think about this one? Well, I think we need to be a little bit reminded of the last sightings that we had from Thomas Tuchel before he got fired from Chelsea. Uh, they lost to new manager bounce though. It, it works and it works in Bundesliga as well. I, I agree. Oh, uh, there's no question about that. They lost to Dynamo Zagreb in the Champions League. Um, they lost two one to Southampton. They lost three nil to Leeds. Yep, they drew against Tottenham. Um, they only beat Leicester two to one. They beat Everton one nil. Um, drew against Salzburg. I think that's that point where he where he. Uh, Are you saying off. Thomas Tuchel's washed? What I'm saying is there's a reason he's no longer the Chelsea manager. And we know while there's Todd uh, Bowley, Todd Bowley who's, who's quick on the draw. And, quick draw on the draw, the cowboy. The guy who came in the plan. Listen, he did, He wanted Ronaldo, and Tuchel was like, you're crazy. This isn't a circus. And he said, well, it is because it's my circus, and you can leave. So <laughs> yeah. that's ultimately, I guess, how it went early on in the fighting. Uh, Tuchel's got some fight to him, and, and that – game is going to be so I'm watching that game so heavily because I need to see how this Byron team reacts to Tuchel as the manager and uh, it's 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 not a long season for them so the new manager bump and and feeling the chemistry and trying to have a good run and they know what he can do maybe that helps but telling you there there could be a thing about about coming in and even ruffling the feathers some more with some of these players i'm looking at leroy sane i'm hoping he's playing double agent for us over there and it's just just like fuck this guy so we'll see we'll see i'm very very curious Tuchel gets a dub in his first game puts them back at the top of the table that would be huge and at home uh, too i think the crowd's gonna be fired up I think it would be more of a statement of one of the two, one of two things, the state of the Bundesliga and how far off Dortmund are talent wise to Byron. And then the other statement would be the notion that from an attacking standpoint, Tuchel can come in and in one game, make that tactical difference. And I mean, Byron have not been looking good too in the Bundesliga. Yeah, they've been they've been very inconsistent. You know, yeah. they, they lost their last game against Leverkusen. Yeah, and Leverkusen's quality. Shout out Javi Alonso. So, I I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. It's gonna be a good one. I'm watching that game. I, I might watch. I, I might be taking notes to see what Tuchel and them boys are trying to do, dude. It's Let me paint a picture great. for you. There we go. Iron four, Dortmund. Zero. Holy shit. Champ picked the football. Three out the back formation. Cancelo mm-hmm. wing back. Davies wing back. Fucking let's let's do it. I love my wing backs. Um they also have that Musiala guy who's a good wing back. So one of the one of those combinations of wing backs. Champagne and football. Sane with a brace. Gnabry with a goal. Mueller with a goal. The place is rocking. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reaction yeah. I expected. That's... I think you're getting a little more concerned about the city Bayern game, right? Well, yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. And you know they got Dortmund. They have they have to play Freiburg 
twice. Twice, yeah. There's a, there's um, a, there's a cup game, and then they play them again yeah. in the Bundesliga. Yep, and then they have us. So, where you read your notes if if you actually do take notes on the podcast next week? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, cool. I mean, I'll, I'll read out what I see tactically on what they're trying to do. I have no problem in making sure you know how what I'm going to be scared of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. It's, if you take notes, gonna you got to read them. Yeah, it's going to be very tactical. I'm thinking – I'm interested to see it. The work rates too, though, like the players buying in. Yeah. Like the notion that he can do some of the things he's trying to do sounds great, but is Leroy Sané going to do something for you that he never did for Pep? And if so, good luck. <laughs> like, And that's Jao. You're going to get Jao to be – well, first off, I actually kind of – you say he's defensively he's shit, and I don't disagree with you, but I could make a strong argument. I, 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 yes, I do disagree with you, but I'm not saying he's a world-class defender. I, I think he's a lot better defensively. I, I've seen him do things on most a lot that I've been like, wow. He he shut me up last year on our title run um, defensively. So tapping into that is where I think can Tuchel do it as opposed to a guy like Pep. And if he can, hey, he's just solidifying his greatness um, at a level that as a City fan, what the fuck can I do? Like, fuck. Yeah. But if he can't and he has some stumbles in these first couple games before he gets uh, gets to us, I I will be licking my chops. So we'll see. Did you hear that rumor that um, that talk that uh, Mane was a key reason in, in the Nagelsmann sacking? Um, did you see that? About how he was that. furious with him. Um, he was furious with him in the last game against Leverkusen that he barely got any time. He's basically put on like the last 10 minutes and um, he was pissed. Mane like threw a fit. And that got up to the board. There was some unrest in the locker room. And hmm. that got up to the board, which is interesting. Very, yeah. very interesting. So I would expect that uh, Mane will be playing if he threw a fit like that on uh, on Saturday. Yeah. And, and here, the other thing to keep in mind when it comes to something like this, though, is we, we noted the mole last time, the rumored mole that was leaking the tactics. And, the, and we have pictures. What what the formations and everything really was going to be, and it's kind of like, well, if you as a young coach who's being portrayed and filmed with skateboards and just like getting you know having a girlfriend and and, and skiing and snowboarding on your off time and just seeing like that cool young dude that all these players can relate to, um, and I do remember before your time at Byron you being caught as a guy at Leipzig where you were on the come up, you wore a hilarious three-piece suit in your first huge Champions League matchup, and it just fell off with everyone. It was so, like, different from what you've done before. And then from there, you've changed it up to more casual, more uh, uh, other looks. So you've you've learned from look-at-me moments that you've tried to pull off before. So there was a little bit of some writing there. If people paid attention to what this guy kind of is. And, I mean... In Byron, when players are bigger than you, you can't pull some of the stunts that maybe you were doing at smaller clubs. Yep. Um, as Potter's seeing now, and, and Julian, you got fired for it. But uh, I will say, my guy, this is a perfect segue to my delusional mud of the week. Let's do it. Three hours before an announcement being made officially by the club of Byron Munich, Fabrizio Romano, tweets out exclusive 
FC Byron are seriously considering to sack Julian Nagelsmann. Decision being discussed internally, the club could fire him soon. Understood Thomas Tuchel's the leading candidate to potentially take the FC Byron job. More to follow. Jonathan G at Jonathan G509 retweets this and says, Shut the hell up, Fabrizio <laughs> Romano. When the hell was an Italian? Has an Italian been the first to break in fucking news for Byron? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Stirring the shit. Shut the fuck up with your fake news. It's not happening. There you go, Jonathan G. What in the fuck is wrong with you, my guy? I got another one for you. Now, this one might hit a little that bit. Great. This one might hit a little bit. And, okay? I, and I saw a lot of Byron fans saying, he, how does Fabrizio know? And I'm like, listen, when Fabrizio drops an exclusive, we can make fun of the tap-in merchant shit, him being a tap-in merchant, him regurgitating stories, but he does get exclusives. And when he does get exclusives, he ain't wrong, guys. Yeah. That's what I was saying. That's, I mean, dude. <laughs> that to me is great. That? You got to send that to me. So <laughs> much just, anger. Who is more angry, him or the umpire that threw out uh, Real Muto the other night? <laughs> that that should have been your delusional mud of the week. That guy was an absolute clown. If you yeah, haven't seen that video yet. Of the week. My Lord, a laughable moment between the catcher and the ump. Just having the hand stick out for the glove. The ump draw. Uh, the the catcher thinks that the ball's there. The takes the glove off at before the ump drops the ball. Ump drops the ball. Doesn't see it. They get pissed off at one another. Actually, the catcher doesn't even get pissed off. He just turns around. And he gets fucking outed for moving his hand at the wrong time. It's just laughable. It just a, a, what a horrible moment for that shit referee or shit ump. Like, dude, you're a complete douche. You should be fired. Like, what a joke. Um, let's see. All right, so this next one. This next one might hit a little different. I sent you a picture of the most games played for a player before they were 21. Games played, games started, minutes played. And... Jude Bellingham, Neymar, Pedri, Kylian Mbappe, and Bakayo Saka are up there. Um, This person, Sam Tiki at Stiggy Football, Bellingham, Saka, Pedri firmly on the Rooney burnout track. Their peaks will come earlier than people realize, and their drops will be earlier and much more sudden than people anticipate. Sir, what the fuck are you on? (laughs) If you, when hearing the names of Jude Bellingham, Neymar, Pedri, Mbappe, and Saka, and you decide decide to take out Bellingham, Saka, and Pedri, and say these guys are to burn out quick, when they're in the likes of Neymar and Mbappe, why do you think that they're going to burn out quick? Just laughable just take a look at rooney that guy was wildly out of shape not taking care of himself and then take a look at these three guys the man couldn't spell a salad yeah (laughs) couldn't spell salad and he's over here thinking it's the same apples to apples now this last one what are we doing i i 
Arsenal fans. <laughs> it should be good. That rotary tackle on Odegaard is three years late, premeditated, and not surprising given its pep. Stops there. Okay? Stops there. I ordered the hit. He retweets it. <laughs> he retweets it and decides to say, Oh, I'm sorry, he doesn't retweet it. He replies to his own tweet and says, Pep's teams have paid referees, clearly visited Fuentes, and have financially doped. This man is disgusting. Him and Mansoor have definitely told City Squad to target a few players. What in God's name is happening? This wasn't a notable Arsenal uh, personality, was it? Oh, no, no, no. I didn't give the name. I I should do this. I forget. It's always important to shout these clowns out. Because I I don't know. We have a lot of uh, media personalities that are, or YouTube personalities that are a little over the top. So No, that was courtesy of N underscore 7K at AFC18N. Just basically like a fucking made up, although he's got a picture and he's verified and all that, but shameful. Absolutely shameful. I mean, what are we doing? God. That really bothered a lot of Arsenal fans. It should have been a pen. It should have been a pen 100%. Agreed. I mean, yeah. It was it was it was a bad tackle. I don't say it was like, oh God, Rodri, he's definitely trying to take Odegaard out. I just think it was a clumsy tackle, bad tackle. Should have been a pen. Don't know how it wasn't a pen. Um, Agreed. But Agreed. even Odegaard was like, eh, whatever. It was a shit what? tackle. That's it. And claim- Arsenal fans were yeah. They, they, I saw a lot of crazy stuff about that too, which it was funny because you know a lot of it was, was actually he's getting Casemiro treatment right now. I'm so thoroughly confused. <laughs> a guy who's never had any sign of dirty play ever. He had shit He hit the winner late and took the shirt off at your club that's stadium. I get it. That's yeah, that's where it stems. It yeah, stems 100%. from that. But but this concept that that Rodri's a dirty player, pen sure. Lazy, horrible tackle? Sure. Premeditated, meant to end that man's season? Oh, gosh, dude. Stop it. Laughable. Uh, But, yeah, we'll we'll definitely see. And that comes, again, it's not just Arsenal. It's every single club in the shithousery that goes on with Twitter and social media and all that stuff. I mean, it's just it's crazy to see, but that can't be an actual thought. And if it is, you, sir, are 100% the delusional mud of the week. Uh, I, I I think it is real. There's a lot of fucking crazy Arsenal fans out there, and they truly believe this shit. So it's funny. I, I, I enjoy the fuck out of it. All these delusional months of the week are absolutely hilarious. Now, yeah. I really enjoyed the, the, the Fabrizio one. You must have felt like an idiot when not even 90 minutes later it was official. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's, that's the fucking... That's the fucking uh, the the Pablo Escobar meme. He did that the rest of the day, just staring at the edge of his driveway and just into nothingness. Life. Yeah. Into nothingness, bored, lonesome. <laughs> uh, you do have rumored talk as of an hour ago. Faloran, Balogun will reportedly pick the U.S. Men National Team. Let's go. Per at Team Talk exclusive. Quote, Team Talk can reveal that the 21-year-old is ready to make a commitment to the U.S. men's national team ahead of England. We understand their officials are confident they can persuade him to commit to team. End quote. Be interesting. Yep, that's the exclusive. That's awesome. That'd be great. 
I think what we said the U.S. needed was a striker. Mm-hmm. Right? Why not take one of the best young strikers, numbers wise, mm-hmm. um, in the world right now and throw him in there? I think that'll be really good, really Is exciting he for Arsenal next year. I think I think he's going to play for us unless we get like a crazy offer. If somebody offers us like fifty, sixty million, I think they're going to consider that hundred percent, hundred percent. They'll consider it. You know, and you will know? he be playing for you because? Gabriel Jesus is gonna leave? Question mark. Nah, he's not leaving. I saw that Real Madrid shit. I don't. I, I don't see that happening. Right? Okay. He likes. He likes London. He likes London a lot. He likes England a lot. Um, I didn't. I didn't believe that for one minute yeah, when I, I saw that. that. They're gonna have to pay up. He's he just signed a five-year contract. How much are they gonna pay for Jesus? I know they need a Benzema replacement, but you're gonna have to drop 70, 80 million to get Jesus off our hands. You're you gonna drop 70, 80 million. You're gonna you're gonna be not happy with Jesus, period. You won't. Like, Real Madrid will be looking for another striker soon because they need a goal scorer. You go from one of the best goal scorers, <clears throat> and I love Jesus, but he's not an out-and-out goal scorer. And the, the fans will be screaming for a, a, another goal scorer. Get us Haaland. So it'll be a good addition. You know, they can even play him at right wing, so maybe they'll come in for him. But I just – I don't think he'll be interested. I think yeah. he's just getting his feet wet. He just missed three months. You know, and it is Real Madrid. I get that, but you know, he 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 got sold on the project, and that's why he came to Arsenal. I just can't mm-hmm. see him bailing out after a year. When, like 100%. I said, he he's gonna feel at the end of the season, even if we win it, he's gonna say, "Damn, I missed three months. Like, I really wish I was there a little bit more. Yeah. Let me help them defend the title now, and I want to be available for every game." So, yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see the- it. The only reason I would entertain it is the notion of the Brazilian connection. You have so many Brazilians that are over there that they yeah. could try to entice him and do that. But from a logical standpoint, from a project standpoint, it doesn't suit the circumstances, I don't think. You're absolutely right. Madrid crying about not getting Holland last year. Mm-hmm. With the notion of of Holland re-signing and, and putting the bed, this whole concept of being able to move on in a year or two. Um, we're talking about getting his wages up to half a million a week. Um, we're we're trying to solidify him with with the, the, the numbers that he set. So Madrid are going to have to be taking L's, and that's the other thing too. We got a little bit of alert for doing the transfer talk. Jude Bellingham before Easter, looking to make his decision. Dortmund and Bellingham camp will be meeting prior to the Easter holiday to determine yeah. what next steps they can have. Yeah, contract was offered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Jesus links they come from. Ancelotti is an admirer of Jesus, a great player. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of managers love Jesus. He's mm-hmm. definitely someone that could just fit anywhere in your system. But mm-hmm. Ancelotti's probably going to leave in the summer. You know? To where? They're saying Brazil. He's going to Brazil. Brazil. Ironically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Exactly. But, you know, I don't I don't buy any of those links because, like I said, there'll be a new manager in, in the summer. Yeah. So, and they'll be looking at new pre- player profiles. So, And, yeah. listen, if, if they have to, they have to come in with money and – we can we can replace them. We're it's not like years ago when somebody came in and took Sanchez off our hands. We didn't have anywhere to pivot. We weren't attractive. Wenger was on his way out. The fans were toxic. We're an attractive prospect now. So these are things we're gonna have to deal with and I think we'll be fine either way. But I don't expect Jesus to leave. I think he's happy where he is right now. Yeah, I agree 100%. And uh, it, listen, I think that's a sign of things to come for clubs that are growing and have young players, have one of the youngest rosters and are winning because you're going to have other clubs that come in and snipe. And I love, well, I shouldn't I shouldn't say I love because I actually don't love. Uh, I'm going to love it to see it from you 
to how much frustration you have towards the people trying to snipe players on your squad that you've just signed contracts for um, and try to renew. Um, yeah. People are going to come eventually, not Newcastle maybe because they're in the Prem, but you're going to have a club who comes into some money in another league and says, hey, we'll give you $60 million for Martinelli. And it's going to keep coming. More than that. Coming and coming and coming. And it's a joke. Ludwig's 100. I'm sorry, Martinelli's 110. Yeah, That's what I'm telling that club. You're going to have all of these clubs that come in for all of these different types of players. And it's been years. Spanish links with bullshit tablet stories and the drama of of La Liga and the shit that's going on over there. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. It'll be very, very interesting as, as transfer talks happen. Clubs grow. Um, different locations become essentially uh, potential farm targets. You know, La Liga, uh, City Oz that right now, you know, Juventus is going to be picketed. You know, uh, Chelsea have what? 11 players they have to get rid of before June 30th. Good luck. That's going to be so fun to watch them fucking fire sale. Fire sale. And it's going to be, hey, can we get 56 million for Mason Mount? Hey, Chelsea, don't you have to sell this guy? So why am I playing a premium on a guy that won't sign a contract with you when you have to sell or else you're getting flagged by FFP? Mm -hmm. Let's make that 35. Why would I help you? They're going to have to go out of country. To get some of the pricing that they really want, and they can't play. They can't. They can't pay the Premier League numbers. So, so the one name that I'll say that I think it's pretty logical now with the managerial changes that we've seen. Iron Mount. Yeah, that's nonstop, right? That's going everywhere. But Reese James being linked to Madrid, you got clubs that that are really out of country coming in, and I, I don't. I don't give a fuck about it. Like, I laugh about it right now. But, like, we're coming into the summer. City are having a $300 million plus war chest to, to spend. And that might even just go to two or three players. But that's banking on the outs that we have. That That's banking on no Ilkay, no Bernardo, and um, potential Jao coming off the books. Uh, a lot of stuff. Jao's coming off the books. Let's be real. Yeah, I think I think it's got to happen. I don't see a way where I hope it does, and I hope it comes in at the right price. Um, I, I would not put it past my club to go back to Chelsea for Cucurella, even with how shit he's looked all year. Because Pep is going to say, "I at the right price, I want him for what we can do with him." We're we started those talks at twenty one fucking million, man. <laughs> twenty one million is the conversation. I'll never they forget. Thirty five, right? And then you guys said no. And we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. we're not going any further. And then he goes for 60. What the fuck? Like, I, it was laughable to see it. It was all but locked up. After Jesus went to Arsenal, after Sinjenko went, we were all but in love with the hair, in love with the guy. We were convinced he's solving our true left back needs. The he- number started at 21 million. Thank you, Chelsea, for being moronic. And he pulled the Caicedo, right, where he went to the Brighton and said, hey, get me to City. Yeah. 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 I want to go. Like, yep. this This is this is it. He twerked. He twerked. He did it. He was willing to play the game. And I, he just said, I just want to have a big club. They want me. Let's go. And then Brighton came back and said, yeah, but there's other big clubs. Can we get another big club for you? I mean, okay, I guess if they come up with the right yeah. number. He didn't think his number was going to go up that high. I that think he even insane. said it. I think I think he even said it in an interview. He's like, I wasn't expecting all that. And it's just like, at the time, you were the most fucking paid left back. Like, what the fuck? Like, 
Chelsea's so dumb, dude. This inflation, it's really going to, like, just look at Cucurella. What is Reese James going to go for this summer? Because I rate Reese James over fucking Cucurella all day. Oh, yeah, Reese James, when healthy, is a he quality. Just, he just re-upped his contract. Yeah, so, okay, that, so that can make a strong argument. That don't mean shit. The wages can be matched, especially for Madrid. Yeah, but you got you to gotta pay a high price if you want to take them sure. off. We got a five-year deal. So you got to pay if, if Cucurella is 60, they're going to ask for 80, I guarantee. And so that's that's the funny thing. I, I think, are we going to base it off of, and Cucurella's made me an anomaly because Cucurella was actually just recently bought. Like, that makes sense. But, like, you want to see your return, if any, or just or just neutral gray area it out and be in enough, you know, where it's not anything to you. But, like, what are you going to do with players that aren't necessarily – that, that, that value is not going to be matched. We're not going to be going off of what some of these other big clubs have done recently. If that's the case, we are due for one of the largest. It's just going to keep going. The money's just going to keep growing, and the windows amount are just going to keep getting higher and higher. That's like, what I'm I find, what, what I find that so gonna hard. Stop, because we're getting yeah. close to two hundred million dollar transfers. I mean, because like I said. That Mudrick deal is just ridiculous, and you see him—he comes in and he doesn't do—he's not doing anything. One assist in however many appearances, you know, and you just paid a hundred million for him. And hey, Real Madrid wants Martinelli. Okay, well if Mudrick's a hundred million, my guy's got—he's—he's he's the highest scorer at our club that's in first place. So if Mudrick's a hundred million, we'll start the talks at one twenty. I was going to say probably, the second number starts with a five. <laughs> yeah, we, we probably want more, though, because we, we saw a guy go for 100, and he's come to the Premier League and done absolutely nothing. They're so going to have to do some stop. Contract. Yeah, because yeah. it's crazy. It's getting it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, it, it. I don't know. I don't know. Madrid, especially with the clubs that can spend it, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Mason Mount will go for 60, 70, and it's just kind of like, I don't think that number's I, – I don't think that's right. I don't think it should be, but, hey, that's what he can get. And right, I hate this. I hate this concept. They'll always tell you economists, all that shit. Well, how do we know what his value is? It's what someone's willing to pay. Mm-hmm. And like, y- yes, I get that, but it can still be fucking stupid to pay that amount just because you say, "Well, yeah, well, well, it's not though." His va- his value is whatever the Scott Boris's of the world, the evil, greedy fucks, the Lucifers of the world, where they just, you know, well, I can get this person, and they're just working in the shadows over here, over here. He likes you, but he likes them. He likes you a little bit more. He likes them. All you're doing is just doing the fuckery and the nonsense that's getting to this to the to a point where there's got to be some principles. This mm-hmm. is why City back out and move forward with shit. This is why Arsenal backed out and look at them they've rewarded fifa gods have rewarded arsenal for looking at mondrick looking at shakhtar and saying fuck off you're crazy Mm -hmm. we're good on that and shakhtar said that's fine we'll keep doing business and look who it panned out for so these are situations where we'll see man and the principle sticking to a plan uh not overspending um it's going to be really really interesting but you gotta fucking spend tottenham don't be a little fucking cheap ass too at the same time well, Luis, your, Luis Enrique doesn't want to go there. We know that. God, what a fucking sham, right? What a basically don't call me, don't act, lose my number if you have it. Were, like, yep. And there are rumors Nagelsmann was basically like, nah, they're basically Bayern Leverkusen in Germany. Like, yeah. They're a shit club. They're yeah, nothing. No, I'm, 
I'll take my chances. Get top yeah. four and I'll think about it. He's going to wait for Real and PSG. There's probably going to be manager openings for both of them. So, yeah, he's definitely going to wait for those. Poch going Madrid is what I'd say right now. Who? Pochettino. Oh, really? I got Pochettino going Madrid if if uh, Carlo end up, ends up going. Yeah, I think that, that sounds possible for sure. And no. then Nagelsmann to PSG. That sounds likely as well. But, but but here's the thing about PSG if they do that and and I'll be very interested. I think it all starts with with if if the Qatari investment backs out of PSG, if they do plan to to kind of release themselves from from Paris, and I think the reasoning would be based on they haven't received their returns dominating the French league. Everyone knew dominating the French league was not going to see the revenue that they wanted in the returns for for Paris, and they need more. They're they're on the brink, but it's not coming. So. I, Plus, also Julian with with Messi, Neymar, Mbappe. You got him managing those egos, or the potential younger egos that may be coming in with with the players are going to get in return. Uh, that that trio, I, I don't know. There's so many what ifs with with Paris that if he goes there, whoever goes there, I think you're in more trouble than you're in winning. Uh, it's not a good scenario. No, fuck no. They 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 play the manager roulette that that fucking Chelsea play with Abramovich. Yeah, they just fucking. Get managers in and out, but yeah. Um, all right, cool. It should be a good weekend. We'll return next week. I'll definitely have a mud of, mud of the the week for next week. I can, I can sense a lot of shitty takes coming this weekend. Oh, um, it's gonna be juicy. It's gonna be juicy. It's gonna be juicy. And then yeah, shout out shout out to Arsenal women as well. Uh, getting a nice win during the week against Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. advancing the Champions League semifinals, yeah. where they will Who do they play, play Wolfsburg, who's actually a really good team in Germany. They're one of the top women's teams always, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But Arsenal and Man City women play this week. I think we're in fourth place now. And um, you guys are in second, I believe, after you guys beat Chelsea last week. So Yeah, we just got that climb up over Chelsea. That'll be an interesting game for sure. I think if Arsenal win, they can jump to second. So, yeah, the women doing big things. Women's World Cup this summer as well. So definitely talk a little more women's stuff. enjoying i'm enjoying those games they play good good ball good ball for sure so yeah anything else uh opening day mlb yankees get a dub get it anthony volpe number 11 starting shortstop future Uh, legend um, bad news for julius randall today reassessed in two weeks that doesn't sound good doesn't far far from good (laughs) yeah we'll see i mean the goal is to win the first round can we win the first round without randall i don't know it's a lot of points per game to miss but We'll see. I think I can make a strong argument. Yeah, I think I'm I sure you can because last night we looked pretty good without uh without Randall. Quentin yeah, Grimes just, quickly showed up. So that guy, uh, the Josh Hook Hart is balling. Josh Hart is the name that. Oh my God, oh, yeah. Hart's amazing. But but Hart is the is that is he is so integral. Should Julius be out for a long amount of time? For sure. I know they don't play the same positioning, but for, from a aggressive, dominating ball. Uh, 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 process. I, I think Josh Hart's going to be huge to us um, if Julius is out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to the playoffs, though. No matter what happens, so hopefully, hopefully we get some wins. Uh, and uh, yeah, we beat the Heat last night. Mike Ryan pack. Mike oh Ryan hell yeah! Pack. Smoked on it. I'm finishing that up. I'm actually going to be smoking on some of that San Francisco Giants tonight too. I love it. That arson, that arson judge pack. I'll be smoking on that. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'll be smoking on Who's the arson judge. That tweet that Heyman. Heyman, fucking Heyman moron, idiot. Yeah, I'll be smoking on the Heyman fucking pack. Idiot. Yep. Are you you streaming the show tonight? 
Yeah, dude, that game's fucking incredible. I'll probably be playing that a little bit more. I'll have a week. Dude, I, I the promo, I think tomorrow. it drops yeah, tomorrow. Gotta um, get that. That's sick. 99 Volpe. It's incredible. That game is really, really fun. Uh, the PCI and learning the whole process. It's been. I got it the first year it went to Xbox. Yeah, which was last and, year, right? Uh, the year before. Because yeah. last year I didn't play because I was like, fuck that. But this year I'm back because of how, like, they've completely changed Diamond Dynasty with how early you can get players and the grind. They've made it a lot, or sh- a lot more shorter, less boring. The, the game, they've announced it this year with all the rules. The MLB The Show will always follow the rules that MLB implements immediately. So they have the pitch count. They have every – you have to like – like it's dope. It's easy. It's fast. It's fun. Like it's it's really, really fun if they, you love baseball. Did they implement the rule where if the umpire hands you the ball and you pull your glove off from it that you'll be automatically tossed from the game? <laughs> no, no, they haven't. You get all, you get. Uh, there is a mystery pack in this promo that drops Friday, and no one knows what it means. All the hint was was look for the golden egg or something like that. So people are predicting like Easter's that coming like, up. So yeah, I can, I think people are predicting that like you have to like hit a ball to a certain area and it actually like hits the egg or something. I don't know, but Easter bunny it's kind comes of, out. yeah, it's, it, it's pretty dope. So it's been fun to play so far free to play too. If you have that game pass. Yeah. Yeah. No game pass is a shit. I love game pass. Um, great, great deal for gamers. Um, yep. but yeah, cool. I, I'll probably watch your stream later. So are you, are you actually playing games now? Like you're yeah, in, you're, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I'm done with the moment, so I'm actually playing like three inning series games where I'm playing Conquest, just trying to do the maps, and then uh, I'll be doing Team Affinity, and then I'll be doing ranked matches probably by Sunday. Like I'm, trying, that's the first weekend I'm trying to actually play against people because that's my kick. If I'm not being able to actually get my ass whooped or beat somebody else's ass on a game, I can't play it. It's not fun. Yeah. Um, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Succession's back. When's that oh, next yeah. episode of Movie Chemist coming out? Uh, we're gonna do one next week. Greg just texted me uh, the other day. He's been yeah, busy, so you... but yeah, next week for sure. Are you breaking down Succession? Of course, Succession's the shit. That was a great first episode. Incredible. Last season, last season. Yeah. Um, sad, sad, but I'm sure it'll go out on a, on a strong note. You know, yeah, I think they're doing it right. Yeah, I yeah. think they're choosing to not be like another similar show on another similar oh, channel. Yeah. Yeah, my theory is no great shows really. You can't you can't be great after four or five seasons. You run out of stuff to write about. That Boom. Four is four is the four or five is the perfect time to end it. There's a magical number. Yeah, there's a magical number. Look at all I the great shows. Agree. The Wire, five seasons. Breaking Bad, five seasons. There's there's something to it. There's definitely something to it. And Succession will be up there. What was another show that just recently said they were going to end? Oh, Barry's ending Barry. four seasons. Barry. So, yeah. I think writers are starting to catch on to that as well. Um, when you're a big, big show like Game of Thrones, it's tough to end it because you're making all that money. It's tough to end yeah. on the fifth season, but sometimes you got to make tough decisions. And that show definitely wavered on too long. Fucked off. Yeah. And it's such a vast story that you could have gone so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I think the beginning of it, but they didn't know. They didn't know that it was going to come up into all that money. Similar to Lost too, right? Mm-hmm. Like spent so much money on that first episode. Didn't know it was going to be into that. 
uh, crazy show that it got into. And then look how much it dragged on. It dragged on way too much uh, for my liking. But, dude, you better be careful with all them wild ass, dope ass theories you got. You need to save that for the movie, Kevin, because that is yes. a dope concept that if you look at all the great shows, you could probably do a top 10 list and just do the count and then just come up with an average and essentially say, that's it. That's the number you want to stay. I would love also, and I'll just click a topic out there. So listen, listener topic of the week. Uh, I would love to hear you guys talk about the concept of Tarantino possibly going after his movies, uh, going into uh, TV shows, like having a Tarantino series. And I think that rumor, rumor is if I heard it right. I think he'll do that. I can definitely see that. He's already picked what his first story is going to be about. What is rumor, that? rumor. I don't. That wasn't said. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, they're keeping it close, but I can definitely um, see that, dude. Probably Tarantino dope. genius in a in a show. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah, feed me that all day. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be interesting. That'll definitely be interesting. And yeah, we'll, we'll definitely dive into that theory. But you know, I think I think for sitcoms it's different. But any of these long dramas that are an hour plus long. I think it's just it's so much writing that to be at your top level of writing, you just can't it just can't be more than four or five seasons. Sustainability. Yeah, no, your theories yeah, just your theory spot after on. that. You run out of shit to write about, you start reaching, you start killing the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're too attached. That. You you become you you're in something too much and you need that level of, of space and separation that you are. Like, like looking above and playing all the variables to now where you've become succumbed by the work to where I think you don't have that ability to really be able to control it the way that you thought. It's actually more of you in it and trying to get it and, and manage it yourself. I, I definitely agree with the concept. And, and, and even in shows, you can pick certain shows where the writing changes, where, you know, Sopranos and the darker times and, and, and that back end where the 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 therapist stops being a part of it and then comes back a little bit like you can see where changes game of thrones and the money and like all of it and the amount of focus on it is on how much it takes to get a golden army and then all of a sudden the golden army gets wiped out in a 15 minute scene and you're kind of like yeah. all right well you had all that build up and that's that's what we get yeah, they just yeah, get demolished by the dragons like there was a lot more to that, and you built that up to be a story, and like the Golden Army and all this. So, yeah, I completely agree with you because, case in point, we've seen it in all the great shows. So, fucking dope theory to go down with Movie Chemist for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now we'll be back next week, Movie Chemist podcast. But all right, PPT episode forty-four in the books. We're out. See you next week. Peace.